Hey guys, yeah, it's been a while. Sorry, there's been a few changes in my professional life for the better that have taken a bit of adjusting to. So I may not have new episodes out as frequently as I'd like to, but I haven't forgotten about you. I got a review on iTunes recently that I wanted to read to you. It's from someone called The OG. Laughing out loud. Be forewarned that if you are the type of person who takes yourself or others too seriously, this podcast is not for you. Otherwise, sit back and relax with a nice home brew and try to keep up with all the jokes that come at you as fast as a swarm of bees. Thanks, OG. I assume that you're some sort of gray-haired wizard or Disney princess or something like that, because that was nothing short of magical. I've gotten 49 of these on iTunes so far, so let's see if we can hit 50 after this episode. What do you say? And now, your number one source for what's happening in Canada today. From the mind that brought you 222 minutes, this is my 222 cents. Three, two, one. Did you ever notice that none of our parties have accurate names? There's nothing environmental or green about the Green Party. There's nothing green about unreliable power generation that's killed more birds than James Bond's gallery of villains. Do you know when the NDP was formed? August 3rd, 1961. At what point are they going to drop the new from their name and get some more accurate initials? Think about that one for a second. Do you know what you find when you look up the definition of liberal? Adjective 1. Willing to respect or accept behavior or opinions different from what's own, open to new ideas. 2. Relating to or denoting a political and social philosophy that promotes individual rights, civil liberties, democracy, and free enterprise. (laughs) Seriously. Every single point is literally the opposite of our liberal party, where everyone who disagrees with them is an everything-a-phobe. That whole individual rights and civil liberties thing seems to be butting heads pretty hard with the vaccine passports. Democracy? Despite having it as an election promise in 2015, they walked back getting rid of first-past-the-post voting. Free enterprise? The only companies in Canada who are doing well right now owe it to government bailouts. Conservatives are running on instituting a carbon tax that will be a bureaucratic mess, require worker representation on company boards, want to cancel GST for exactly one month, and provide a 50% rebate for food and non-alcoholic drinks purchased between Monday and Friday for one month. I mean, look at this crap and the bureaucratic nightmare it's creating. This isn't conservative or right-of-center policy. This is the kind of stupid shit we'd expect from the NDP. Red tape makes for red ink. They've already walked back their promise to defund the CBC, so that's fucking dead in the water. You want some easy conservative policy that'll get people back working? How about you stop taxing overtime wages? And look, don't get me wrong, there's some good stuff in their platform. Quite a bit about small companies, investments in them, and accelerating innovation. I mean... None of it seems to do anything to reduce the cost of the red tape, but hey, it's a nice patch over an existing problem that obviously won't have any new problems of its own, right? They don't want to stop giving away endless buckets of cash to foreign countries. They won't fix equalization. 
They say they want government accountability, but they don't even hold their MPs to task when a good many of them in Western Canada can't even be bothered to do a bare minimum. So what's conservative about them? Their version of the NEB Act took five years and a billion dollars to navigate. In case you're wondering why so few pipelines got built under Stephen Harper, it's because the application process was guaranteed to have at least one election during it, and if it didn't go the right way, you'd be out a billion clams. I mean, it makes for a great incentive to vote CPC, but personally, I'd rather the laws be written up so they work no matter who was in charge. People are telling me not to split the right-wing vote. Well, what's right-wing about any of their policies? Honestly. The party is a fucking piñata of overregulation. People are telling me that I have to vote conservative because getting Trudeau out is more important than anything else. Well, if it's so goddamn important, why wasn't it important enough to give me an MP worth voting for? 70% of my riding voted conservative in the last election, and you mean to tell me there wasn't a single one of them who would take the job seriously? Trudeau says he's going to build 1.4 million new homes. O'Toole is doing a cool million. They both have carbon taxes, won't do anything about the CBC, have no accountability, won't get any pipelines built, want to make things needlessly expensive for small businesses, and their foreign policies are just to fucking throw money away. Look, my vote is here and I'm going to use it. If you want it, come get it. But you gotta give me something to vote for that isn't just the same guy with no hair and less gaffes. And if you're on the conservative party side of things and you don't like what I'm saying right now, that's good. It's okay. Say something. Wouldn't it be cool if we lived in a country where every party brought quality ideas to the table? Mull this over for a bit. I'm not telling you off. I'm telling you to be better. Show me something I can get behind. Hold your nose when you vote shouldn't be your party's unofficial slogan. Give me a better reason than because you're not Trudeau, because there's 37 million people in this country that that applies to. Breaking news. The first new carnivorous plant identified in 20 years was found in British Columbia. Plants are plants, and even they don't want to eat plants. Eat Canadian beef, folks. So Afghanistan's been a fucking shit show. The second worst part is how eager leftist governments have been to normalize the literal fucking Taliban. What in the improvised incendiary fuck is wrong with these people? I tweeted a joke at the start of this about how we should be concerned about how they'll address climate change. Then lo and behold, a few days later, this comes up in the news unironically. Then some Taliban spokesman says that, quote, our women are Muslim and will be happy to be living under Sharia law. I think what he meant to say was that under Sharia law, they'll be happy to be alive. It doesn't stop there. It looks like the Taliban is going to have a seat on the UN Commission on the Status of Women. I'm not making this up. I mean, the mainstream media may as well be calling what happened a mostly peaceful protest. How long is it going to take until Eastern Canada starts importing Taliban oil? You've got progressive politicians from all over the world trying to tell us that the Taliban has the same values they do, and they don't even see the irony in that. Is anyone out there naive enough to think that now that they're in charge, they'll trade suicide bombs for bath bombs? These are bad people. 
Why didn't we evacuate everyone on our side when we left? Was it going to make too large of a carbon footprint? Liberal Minister of Transportation Omar Algabra is trying to say that O'Toole doesn't care about the Afghan refugees as if there's going to be any fucking left in a couple weeks. But yeah, the worst part. A bomb went off and a lot of people died, including 13 American soldiers. People who are our defenders, our heroes. I don't give a shit if they're from a different country. They protected people like you and me, and they died because some assholes in Washington and Ottawa thought they'd get positive press over an evacuation. And maybe you're asking yourself how Joe Biden can sleep at night and in the morning and for a bit in the afternoon knowing he killed these paragons with the stroke of a pen. That was a week ago. He doesn't even fucking remember it happened anymore. Well, you know what, Joe? There's a lot of us that aren't going to forget. Ever. Other breaking news, again in British Columbia. An engineering company was recently highlighted in a Unilad tech video when they came up with a way to harness the power of a river to generate power. They're calling it a water wheel, and it comes mere weeks after an innovative Swedish company developed a ship that travels using wind power. There's no word yet on whether the ancient Greco-Romans will file lawsuits for the theft of intellectual property. So this election's been a fucking shit show. Justin Trudeau is a naive simpleton who spent a disproportionate part of his life wearing ridiculous outfits, much like male model Derek Zoolander in the movie Zoolander. And for you people who haven't ever seen it, go away. It's a masterpiece and you suck. You're not welcome here. Turn this off right now and go drown your sorrows in an orange mocha frappuccino. Trudeau's whole fucking foray into politics is just like that scene in Zoolander where Derek tries to go back home and take up the family trade, but he's too worried about how he looks doing it to actually do a good job. Sound familiar? The only real difference here is that instead of a dirty coal mine, it's dirty politics. On the plus side though, he did get the coal miner's blackface part right. This fucking guy calls an election two years early with no decent explanation other than because I fucking said so. Then he hits the campaign trail on his plane and says he's going to leave no one behind two days after he bailed on Afghanistan and left everyone who used to help us over there behind. The guy has one look and it's incompetence. The timing of it's all a bit suspect to say the least. Hell, it was only a couple months ago that Will Amos got caught on Zoom twice, in the words of John Voigt, prancing around in his underwear with his wiener hanging out for everyone to see. Trudeau has zero self-awareness. Read the room, idiot. I mean, Justin, did you ever think to yourself that there might be more to being prime minister than being really, really ridiculously good-looking? And I know right now a lot of you are saying that he's not good looking at all, or he's not attractive, or he looks like a butt. And honestly, I have no idea. While I am good at a great many things, determining the attractiveness of a dude isn't one of them. 
I've always just stuck to being attractive and letting the rest of the world figure itself out. Except for 2014 when I got a little bit fat for a while. Anyway, then he gets Mariam Monsef, the liberal minister for women and gender equality, to go on television calling the literal Taliban our brothers. Then, when they get some very justified backlash over it, they tried to say it was a cultural thing. Like the way black people use it, which is more meaningful, I think. Jesus budget balancing Christ, I feel like I'm reading a yagoogly for common sense. And now there's protesters showing up everywhere Trudeau tries to make an appearance, like the red carpet scene in Zoolander, and the media is covering it about the same way they did in the movie. You hate to see something like this. Ugly protesters bothering beautiful people. You see, the simple-minded masses are upset that their glorious leader has done a shit job of... Well, everything. Every fucking thing. And yet the media is trying to label these protests as anti-vaxxers with possibly violent tendencies. First off, that whole fucking premise is wrong. Do you honestly think that a crowd of random strangers is going to be able to settle on one of the myriad clusterfucks this imbecile has thrown their way in the past six goddamn years? Fuck no. There's bound to be some who think our government should have some accountability. There's going to be some who think, instead of protestation about vaccination, that whoever holds the highest station in our nation shouldn't perform acts of predation and molestation on women after a few too many libations, not to mention a combination of irritation about the saturation of misinformation, ramifications of taxation, inundation of inflation, stagnation, decimation caused by legislation of overregulation, proliferation of investigations, an election without justification, the evaporation of universities, mystification at our global ostracization and humiliation to the denigration of our reputation, remuneration for the wheat charity conglomeration of shell corporations, mutilation of articulation, orchestration of the evacuation of the Afghanistan occupation, trepidation at deterioration of economic diversification, overcompensation with constant self-flagellation, capitulation to equalization, small business suffocation causing mass privation, lack of proportional representation, castigation for denunciation of his fixation on Chinese relations, aggravation at the defecation on Western industrialization, allegations of solicitation of donations to the Trudeau Foundation, consternation at uneven application of litigation, separation and alienation by pigmentation, rationalization of armed forces solicitation, frustration at the gas station, allocation of fucking Quebec subsidization, cultural appropriation, the weekly vacations, the reservation situation, and vexation at our misplaced adoration of the World Health Organization, all worthy of vilification since this abomination of an administration is the acceleration of the immolation, ruination, expiration, and annihilation of confederation. And for some reason, it's only evil when the wrong people protest. Folks can burn tires on railroad tracks for weeks and that's fine, but a handful of everyday folks with loud voices and big signs are a security concern? Why wasn't it evil when people took turns stabbing a giant effigy of Brian Mulroney? Or if you want a more recent example, when protesters in Vancouver made a giant Stephen Harper head and destroyed it with sticks. Or if you want a more recent example, look at every empty spot in Canada that used to have a statue or a fucking church. 
these people are fucking mad and folks are starting to feel okay voicing the problems they have with having a man-child in charge. Liberal candidates are trying to distance themselves from their leader and Bartish Chagger in particular has set up her pamphlets with gold branding rather than red and doesn't even mention the Liberal Party. People don't want to pay for this fucking election. And let's be clear, this election is what happens when a trust fund elitist spends six years building a sycophantic echo chamber by firing everyone who was a voice of reason until he's gone so long without someone so much as clearing their throat in the room that he genuinely believes he's unstoppable. And yet Trudeau stands firm on his stance that it's not about him. We need to reflect on whether or not we want to go down that path of anger, division, and intolerance because it's not who we are as a country. I'll give the man props. That's the first time he's had the balls to say that word since the whole fucking charity debacle. And in the meantime, he's been booed out of so many places he's resorted to doing last-minute appearances in people's literal backyards without even giving them enough notice to mow the lawn ahead of time. Let's face it. This man is greasier than a short-handled toilet brush, his policies have been a diarrhea water balloon, and his vegan chickens have finally come home to roost because his campaign has fallen into the shitter like a drunk chick's cell phone. Some of the shit he's done is so crazy that from where he's at on the political spectrum, he can't turn left, just like Derek Zoolander. So yeah, in the meantime, you've got this jackass canceling any event where people who don't want him as a dictatorial overlord show up, citing it as security concerns. Bitch, don't tell me you're worried about security after what just happened in Afghanistan. You don't want anyone to see how fucking mad we all are. It's why every time you come to Saskatchewan or Alberta, it's a clandestine operation that you don't talk about until you're already flying somewhere else. You know what? Let's make a new rule. The leaders of all the political parties can't hold events without posting their location at least two days ahead of time. No more of this fly-by-night, sorry-I-missed-you bullshit. Be a man, stand by your record, and face the people whose lives have been devastated by your catastrophic ineptitude. So far, just about the only thing that hasn't come up yet in this election is the topic of aboriginals. And I mean this guy has really shit the bed on that file. He got rid of the First Nations Financial Transparency Act, which is probably the worst thing he's ever done to them, and that's saying a bit. But yeah, let's wait it out. And when the topic finally does come up on the campaign trail, he'll say something like, I'll answer your question with a question. How many Aboriginals do you see being Prime Minister? I mean... This is the guy who spent the last 18 months disappearing for like a week at a time. At least when Derek Zoolander did it, it's because he was at a day spa being mind-controlled into killing the Malaysian Prime Minister instead of doing what Justin did and drinking peyote for six straight days like Hansel did that time he thought he was falling off the side of Mount Vesuvius. Uh, Earth to Justin, you're not cut out for this. Let's be honest, folks. There isn't a whole lot of daylight between a center for kids who can't read good and want to learn to do other stuff good too and a drink box water bottle sort of thing. Pretty much the only difference between the movie and real life is that unlike Justin, Maury Ballstein warned that chick that there was a tushy squeeze coming. And speaking of people who can't read good, O'Toole's team released a pamphlet that had a ton of spelling mistakes in it, including saying that he's going to pass anti-corruption laws. I mean... 
What is this? A corruption law for ants? The only thing this election is missing is a brief cameo by Donald Trump, and we all know Justin Trudeau is going to play that card sooner than later. Well, folks, that's it for now. Thanks for sticking around, and the next one will be sooner than a month away, I promise. And Justin, if you're hearing this, you can derelict my balls, Capitan. <laughs>